Carrie Lederer and I'm the curator of exhibitions here at the Bedford Gallery. And the Bedford Gallery is located in downtown Walnut Creek. It's inside the Lesher Center for the Arts. It's a large contemporary art space, about 4,000 square feet, and we have a lot of programs for kids. We have five exhibitions a year, and um, we present exhibitions that are about community, that are historic, that are contemporary based. So what we try and do is offer something for everyone throughout the course of an exhibition season. Today we're going to look at an exhibition called The Art of Diorama. And when I was first putting this exhibition together, I was visiting the artist's studios and talking with them about why diorama. And what I discovered is that many of the artists were captured by diorama at an early age. Uh, they were, the, the allure of diorama comes from a cherished dollhouse, uh, the prized train set, trips with mom and dad to the Natural History Museum. One of the artists that we're looking at is Jeremy Mora, and um, certainly his perspective on diorama is related to the bonsai, to architectural models, um, to train sets. He talks about those and, and his attraction to them as a young child. And if you look at what he's used to create his work, uh, he's using everything from um, found objects and pieces of nature from poor cement, so constructed nature and unconstructed nature, and you see that again and again throughout this exhibition. Jeremy's, Jeremy's work it has, a, has, of course, a, a wonderful conceptual ideas that are built into these little narratives that have to do with, with man's relationship to, to nature. There is a dialogue on one hand about the futility of the struggle to, uh, to keep and hold and protect what's dear to us, our environment. And if you look at one piece called Paint It Gray, the landscape is actually the biodegradable molding for electronics and the packing of electronics. So if you look carefully, there's a tiny little figure below the tree here that is enormous. And this little figure is attempting to paint that tree gray and it's absolutely impossible to, um, to, 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 to realize this task. Kelsey Nicholson is a very uh, wonderful example of this idea of a room-sized diorama. This piece was built for the Bedford. So she was here in the gallery actually using the Bedford as her studio to build this piece from ground up. It's called Backyard Living. All of the specimens that you see in Kelsey's diorama are things you might see in your own backyard. Um, the, the little uh, Bambi deer sits in her dog bed. Um, the raccoon is um, engaged in what appears to be a tea party. Uh, she's using um, both real and constructed nature. So she's playing with um, your, your, your perception and with the idea of reality. And uh, the, the work um, also includes a lot of um, greenery, but all of it's constructed, it's plastic. She's um, taken a lot of different nature that you can buy from craft stores, pulls them completely apart, and creates brand new plants that um, you probably have, would never see coupled together in, in real life. This is the work of Davis and Davis. It's a husband and wife team. They live and work in LA. They choose a theme. They choose a lot of different found objects, and, and then they begin the narrative. And um, uh, they work collaboratively and create ideas that usually have something to do with our contemporary life, 
our historic life, where we've come from, and then maybe where we're going. There's a quick read on one hand, and on the other hand, when you begin to look more carefully, you realize how, how uh, much time they've spent in um, uh, some of the subtle details that are found in these beautiful large-scale photographs. Randall uh, Heath, who's from San Francisco, plays on the roots of di the diorama. Um, well, originally it was a, a full room, a spectacle of lights and images and kind of a changing illusion. Uh, Randall creates that inside one small box using a Diaz that, that rotates and as you look, you see yourself maybe reflected in a mirror. You see um, many different photographs and objects um, that are set in relation to each other that definitely um, pull together a, a kind of a dream-like narrative. Joy Broom lives and works in Martinez, and when I saw this piece of work in her studio, I knew immediately that it would be a good addition to the show because, because of the way in which she um, structured and built this diorama, which is on a mantelpiece. And what Joy has done is used that simple format of the mantelpiece to create a piece about her mother who recently passed away. When Joy's mother died, uh, Joy um, became the owner of many different things that had been in her mother's life, from um, poems and writing to jewelry and lipstick, uh, um, various things that she found in her top drawer of her dresser. All of that has been built into a diorama that talks about her mother, that talks about the stories, the memories, the meaning of family. We're going to look at the work by um, an artist who lives down in the South Bay, Don Hughes. He works for the Monterey Bay Aquarium. So he's a diorama builder uh, by profession. The dioramas he makes in his studio are quite different than those that he makes for the Monterey Bay Aquarium. For Monterey Bay Aquarium, he's saying what is. He's telling the truth. The dioramas that he makes in his studio have stories about who we are personally, um, some of our political problems, and some of the struggles that we are dealing with, uh, with war, with our environment, with how we use chemicals when we farm. So built into his dioramas are political beliefs that are important to this artist. Uh, the artist that we're looking at now is Helen Cohn. She was born in 1930, died in 2002. She is what I consider to be one of the veteran diorama builders. I think because of her, not only her creative nature, but because of the storytelling and because of the way in which she managed to capture her ideas, her life, what's important to her, and um, with such a wonderful sense of humor inside a bread box. Uh, all of the pieces um, are utilizing a domestic object of one sort or another, and that said object then appears in the diorama that's inside the bread box. And she's structured these so that there's just a small half inch of area that you can look in for the most part, um, really encouraging her audience to spend some time, to slow down. This piece is uh, a diorama built by Milton Commissar. It was made 40 years ago. It's um, an image of Emeryville 40 years ago what you see is the wasteland, you see the railroad, uh, and you see a lot of highway and bleak sky. Uh, first of all, it's a, it's a wonderfully uh, uh, playful piece, and it's a great 
um, example of, of, of diorama that you can get in it and experience it and that it's um, floating above you, um, that you actually enter into this maze of gateways and flyovers at the opening for the exhibition. I noticed several families in here just spinning around and you know, doing exactly what one should do in a diorama, experiencing um, in the round a panoramic view of one point in place in time.